What does true wellness mean to you? I'm Claudia Cometa, and that is the question I will be leading with in the Minding Wellness podcast. Each and every week, I will bring you experts who will share their personal wellness journeys and their insights into what it means to mind our wellness. Health is a state of body. Wellness is a state of being. Let's dive into improving our state of being. Welcome back, my friends. I am so excited to be here this week. I'm excited for a lot of reasons, one of which is just to be alive. Let me explain. Yesterday, and I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so Monday, the day before today, I was taking a road trip with a friend. We decided that we were going to go to the water, right? So we live in Florida. We live landlocked in Florida. So we live sort of in north central Florida and we don't live on the coast. So we talked about, well, let's just take a day trip to the coast. Why not? We have the ability to do that. We have the time flexibility to work our schedule that way. So let's go ahead and do it. So we set out in the morning to head south and about two hours into our drive on the highway going the speed limit, which was 70 miles per hour. There was a metal projectile coming through the air directly at my windshield, directly at the driver's side, me driving. And in that instance, and if you've ever been in a situation like this where it kind of becomes slow motion, but it's happening so fast, there was really nowhere to go. I was well aware of the barricades to my left and the very heavy trafficked highway with cars around me and to my right. So I found myself without consciously realizing it, I found myself in a place of surrender. I have nothing that I can do except truly accept the fact that this projectile is coming towards my windshield. And so my reflex was to duck. And I don't necessarily know that that was the best thing to do. I mean, I am driving on the highway, but when something comes out your head, you duck, right? This is this is a reflex. And so I ducked. And then I quickly, after it hit and I heard the sound, looked back up because I, I still had to drive. And thankfully, I did not jerk the car and I stayed relatively stable and calm through the storm and realized it was pretty bad. So it didn't come all the way through the windshield, but it punctured the windshield to the point that glass was definitely shattered all around me, a little bit on my friend who was the passenger, definitely all over the dashboard. And I'm hearing wind coming through the windshield. So it definitely punctured it. Not enough for it to come through. Thank God. Because... I don't know that I would have made it through that. And and that gives me chills to know that. But it didn't come through. It bounced, hit the side of the car, and then bounced away. And I don't know where it went. At that point, I was still sort of recollecting my thoughts, my nerves, and then took all of the steps to keep us safe and eventually to get us to where we needed to go. And all the things, right? Calling the insurance, starting a claim, and trying to figure out how to safely drive the car with the glass in the way that it was. So 
sparing you the logistics of this, I want to talk about the process of surrender, the importance of surrender, and really all the things that this taught me. So first and foremost, it taught me the value of friendship and the value of companionship and having people around you that you can call your tribe. If my friend wasn't there, this would have been a much more difficult scenario to navigate because I was emotionally shocked, thankfully not so much physically shocked outside of the the glass, but emotionally shocked, almost the state of like, I couldn't think clearly. And so knowing that I needed to get to a gas station, evaluate the car, it took my brain a while to figure out to go over to the vacuum to clean out the car. So again, sparing the logistics, but the point here being having my friend there was absolutely a game changer. It would have been way more difficult navigating this alone, which is absolutely parallel to life and to health and wellness, right? You all know by now that I am a private patient advocate, and that's pretty much what I do is I walk alongside my clients at times when they are also emotionally shocked, emotionally stunned, sometimes physically shocked and stunned. And we at those times can use somebody to help take our hand. So that's first and foremost is the friendship. The second is we can do hard things. That was a really hard thing to get through. And while I could have parked somewhere on the side of a road or stayed at a gas station until somebody drove to me and helped me figure it out, I realized pretty quickly that I was physically okay. I had been spared something that could have been life-damaging, life-taking, definitely life-altering. And I was physically okay. And I even think I said the words to my friend, we can do hard things. We're doing hard things. And no, I don't have anybody to hold accountable for this. I don't know which car or truck, likely truck, this flew off of. And at this point, it doesn't matter anymore. We know that we're healthy. We're not headed to the hospital. We simply have to take care of ourselves and the car. And for that, I was super grateful. And then it took me back to remind myself of when I started making career shifts in my life, I did so in a very reverse engineered way, meaning I started to think about my funeral, which we all will have someday, right? We all will be facing death. That's not in question. And facing that what would I want or need to do in this life to feel as though I did everything I could when that time comes, which of course none of us know. And as yesterday reminded me, it literally could be at any moment. And when I reflected back on if that was my last moment, and I'm super thankful and grateful that it wasn't, but if it was my last moment, looking back on my life and the things that I have done and the career changes that I've made and the impact that I have at least hopefully made, people have told me that, but of course we always hope we've made the most impact we could, would I feel good about my life? 
would I have no regrets? And I really, truly felt that I would have no regrets. And if yesterday was my last day, I would have been proud of the work that I had done, the shifts that I had made, and the impacts that I had made in the time that I was here. And no, I wasn't a celebrity. And no, I didn't top the iTunes charts for podcasts. And I had yet to write a book, which I may write. Uh, the lots of things that I don't necessarily have notoriety for, but that doesn't matter to me. I would be very happy and proud of the life that I lived if yesterday was my last day. And those are hard words to say and hard realities to face. But the truth is people are facing it every day. And not facing death doesn't make it not be. Not facing death doesn't make it not a truth and fact that is in all of our futures. So what I have found through my spiritual growth is that facing death is actually one of our greatest ways to gain wisdom. Death being one of our greatest teachers. It's the ultimate surrender, right? We come into this world pretty surrendered to the fact that we can't do a whole lot as infants. So we have no choice but to surrender until we until we start to function and have some more abilities and become independent. And then we start to try to control everything, right? So then this whole middle part of our life, we're working on controlling, making happen, doing the things. And then we're faced with death and there's no option but to surrender again. And so we go from surrender to surrender. And what really made me think was how much more would we all benefit and live in peace if we maintained a baseline level of surrender throughout our entire lives? Because the reality is there's no way I could have prepared for that. There was no controlling anything. There was no making anything happen. It just was what it was. And I had zero options at that point, but to surrender to it. And so as we're on this topic of surrender, and I, I didn't even mean for this episode to be about surrender, but this is what happened. And this is what was on my heart to share. And I'm going to read you a little passage from the book called The Art of Surrender. And I'm going to probably mispronounce the author's name. So I'm going to spell it for you. It's Iman, E-I-M-A-N. Al, so A-L, and Zaibi, Z-A-A-B-I, The Art of Surrender. And I'm just going to read you this one paragraph just to kind of highlight what we're talking about. When we reach old age, we tend to reflect back on our life. We sometimes are faced with a painful reality that makes us sad and regretful. We become aware of the time we have wasted, not loving, not connecting, and most of all, not pursuing that which made us happy. The worst thing is to learn that you have wasted your life by taking a path that did not lead you to where you wanted to be. Riding the train of life may be fun at times, but we may go around in circles because we have not set a track for ourselves. What if the train brings you to the station of dissatisfaction and emptiness? Have you considered how you would feel at the end of your life if you continued on your current trajectory, or how you would like to feel before your life ends? All of these questions trigger in us the awareness of the weight each one of us will carry if we have not fully utilized the gift of life. 
Now there's obviously way more to this book than just that, but that was a paragraph that I wanted to share that goes along with what we've been talking about, which is looking back on our lives at the time of death. And I don't think that we need to get to the point of death to do that. And the more that we can face the truth of our mortality and make decisions for our spiritual well-being, our physical well-being, now change the trajectory and get to the point of feeling happy and proud of all that we've done when it is our time, which none of us know when that is. And again, this week was a reminder for me that that literally could be at any moment. So that's not a fear discussion at all. And I hope that it isn't eliciting any fears. But what I'm hoping that it's doing is opening the door for us to have more frank conversations, frank conversations about the realities of life and death, and also frank conversations about making the hard decisions that we need to make so that we don't get to the end of our life and wonder where it all went and what we did with it. So I hope that this has been inspiring and not fearful and motivating to maybe do the thing that you've been wanting to do, make the change you've been wanting to make, whether that is in your personal life, professional life, or specifically to your wellness. Of course, as you know, through the years of listening to me and this podcast that I am a huge proponent of living well and making healthy choices, mind, body, and spirit. And this is just a highlight of the importance of doing that and not waiting till the next Monday or not waiting until the next calendar year, but really doing that now. So I hope that this has been helpful for you, a little off track of our usual, but hopefully beneficial for you. And I really look forward to seeing you here again next week. And before I go, I just wanted to let you know that my next three-month Surrender Gym Intensive called Surrender Gym Accelerator is actually now scheduled and ready to go for August 13th. That will be the start of it. It will go for three months and enrollment is open. But I do like to talk to everybody before they enroll. So it's not just like a link and enroll. I really do like to connect with the people who are interested in joining this. So all you would have to do is reach out to me and I will put the information in the show notes of how to do that. You can send me a voice message saying you're interested by going to speakpipe.com slash minding wellness, or you can send me an email, claudia at peaceadvocacygroup.com. Either way, if this is on your heart and living a life of surrender is something that you would like to dive deeper into with a group, because again, we talked about how much greater life can be with friendships and companions, then this may be the next step for you. So reach out. We'll have a conversation. I look forward to seeing you here again next time.